God, it's great to be a cowboy, isn't it? It's how we stuff. It's the cowboy. We're trying to do something. Really, it's time to leave the football team. It's time. It's your time. It's our time right now. 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 He was a giant. And he was a cowboy. Now these two former rivals have joined forces to bring you the most insightful, perceptive, and controversial sports talk podcast in America. Former Dallas Cowboys defensive end Jim Jeffcoat locks horns with former New York Giants wide receiver Byron Williams. And now, here's Byron Williams and Jim Jeffcoat. So off on you guys. Sorry about that. Go ahead and get it, guys. Good evening, evening. First of all, before we even start, Byron, I got to give a shout out. My son sent me Winnipeg is in the finals. They win this, they go to the Great Cup up in Canada. So I got to give a shout hey. out. So he sent me that. Jacket. Congratulations yeah. to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Yeah, and he told me, hey, if they win, he got me that jacket because he said, Dad, it's gonna be cold up there. So I'm ready for oh, it. Oh yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. That's real football weather up there, baby. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. No question. No question. A lot of stuff to talk about tonight. A lot of things oh, yeah. going on. Some good, some bad, unfortunately. And Absolutely. Big, big yeah. Thursday night game tomorrow. So Yeah, big, big Thursday night game with, with the Cowboys going down to New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, mm. yeah. So uh, that, that should be a good game. Should be a good game. Be a yeah, good it should be both, uh, both teams. Yeah, yeah. Taysom Hill is starting tomorrow night, and um, he is um, going to be the guy. Obviously, Simeon's probably going to come in at some point. Um, they don't know if they're going to have Kamara back and some of the other injured players. I think they're going to have Mark Ingram back. So yeah, Kamara been he been practicing a little bit all week though. They they thinking that he's right now 50-50, but. You know how it is at the last minute. They always don't let nobody know until, until the game Exactly. Time. Exactly. Yeah. Same with Amari Cooper. But looking at him today on um, uh, landing in New Orleans, he didn't look good. He had his mask on. He looked like he was still sick. So, And the Cowboys have issues, obviously, with nine. And it's not players, but nine people within the organization have COVID at some point, including, obviously, Mike McCarthy the uh, head coach, so. so Yeah, no and, and, you know, they, they knew going into this season that it was going to be some games like this and something to keep people going to be affected by COVID, and that's unfortunate. But, you know, that's what next man got to step up. And, of course, uh, you know, uh, Dan Quill going to be the, the acting head coach. Yeah, Dan and, Quinn, yeah. Dan Quinn's going to be the acting head coach. And I just uh, know they have some in the strength. Um, in their strength and conditioning and other positions, offensive line, he's still not healthy. So that's going to be an interesting game. Um, Cowboys are still favored by four point, I think uh, 4.5. So that's good. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. New Orleans has been struggling lately. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, they really look, they, they really look bad. Like they don't know how to win. It seems like they, just going through some motions, but their defense hadn't been playing lights out like they yeah. were earlier, you know? So yeah. you're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, you're absolutely yeah. right. And, yeah, Lattimore, you know, he's one of the top corners, and 
he's just been okay. And it looks yeah. like, you know, and, you know, they have obviously good defensive players and offensive players. So we'll see what happens. They, Jerry said on his show that Zeke is going to get uh, plenty, uh, plenty loads. So that'll be interesting because Ellie is hurt with his knee and leg, some other leg injuries. So that'll be interesting. But um, yeah. it's going to be an interesting game tomorrow. And the Cowboys, it's a must win. It is a must win because we'll talk about that later. The other teams in the NFC East are starting to breathe on them a little bit. Other than the Giants, the other the other teams are trying to, you know. But you know the Giants can they can do a four or five game run. You know, I think yes, just like can. the Cowboys did, they six game run, so we can flip the script a little bit. But, no question. You know, no uh, question. it's a long season. You know, yeah. seventeen. Yeah, we're gonna talk about because it, it'll be one of the biggest collapses ever. So it'll be one of the biggest collapses ever if they. I, I really don't see I really don't see them collapsing, but I, I just know the strength of these schedulers is going to be key because the latter part of uh, of the season these teams will be playing the conference game, you know, that, division, the, which is unusual this year because the Cowboys have to play uh, Washington football team twice. They play the yeah. Giants in New York and and Philly and Pennsylvania, obviously, and those right. things. So that's interesting. And then they play the Cardinals at home and they play. Uh, the Saints tomorrow, so that's the end of the next six games. So we'll see what happens. But let's talk a bit, a little bit about what's going around the league. Um, the Patriots, okay. uh, they're in first place after beating the Titans, and I think 36 to 13. 36 to 13. Got after them. And Matt Jones yeah. threw for 300 yards, and that's six games in a row they've won, and they're getting hot at the right time. But what you got to love about Mac Jones, he don't make mistakes, he's very coachable. You know, he put in the time, he always there early at practice, and you know, he done exactly what Belichick wanted to do. And you know, and 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 his su- su- supporting cast, the receivers are doing really good. They got some, they got this this guy named Bourne that, that had a great game last week. So yes. seems like they got some emerging stars, and they looking, you know, they're looking like the team in the AFC West, uh, they're looking really good. Yeah. And the thing about uh, what's happening with them is, is really, is is that they have the quarterback, the offensive coordinator knows how to develop quarterbacks, as you can see, because yeah. he knows what Matt Jones does well, and he works the whole system around that, and that's pretty impressive. He wasn't a great head coach, but he is a great quarterback coach, and teaching him how to play the game, and that's hard for a rookie. And Matt Jones is obviously a highly intelligent young man, but he's putting him in position to be successful. He's putting him, he's giving him plays that he knows that he can do well. And uh, the Patriots actually have been running the ball better and they're playing good. Absolutely. I, I, I also say FC, you know, football characteristic, Matt Jones, that's what he brings. That's what he brings yes. to the table. And, yeah. and, 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 he, and if you're a coachable, you, you, you know, you can have a heck of a career in the NFL. You can, you can. And the one thing about what's happening with them, too, is that they play Buffalo this week. They play uh, the Buffalo Bills. And this is going to be a good game because this is probably going to determine who wins the uh, AFC East right now. And Monday night, Monday night football. Monday night, Monday night football. Yeah. So this will be interesting. And Buffalo, this they're not a power running game like the teams that Buffalo has struggled with. So this will be interesting. And Josh Allen, 
has got to play well this game. He's got to play well. He's got to play like he did at New Orleans. Right. So this will be yeah. uh, interesting. And their defense has got to play better because, obviously, you've been um, associated with Belichick. They're going to try to run the ball. They're going to try to run the ball and pound it against uh, Buffalo because teams, Titans, and some of the other teams that took it to uh, Buffalo have been able to run the ball effectively. So that's yeah, when 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 the when the Bills played played New Orleans this past weekend, they scored thirty one points to six, and it seemed like they woke up. You know, the, the previous game, they, they like they went to sleep, like they were running through the motion. It seemed like that that they got their mojo back, and uh, you know, they well, the thing, Kamara and Ingram were both hurt, yeah. so they didn't have a running game, and that's what helped the Bills. If a team has a running game, that's what. Right. Indianapolis is a perfect example of what they did with Jonathan Taylor. They pounded on him and stayed with the running game, and Buffalo struggled. Obviously, we know what uh, Derrick Henry did against them, and the teams that have had success against them, other than the Jacksonville Jaguars, were really had a really powerful running game. And does, do exactly. New, does New England have that kind of game? to make them effective. And I think they're more of a skin. They schematically get after you than knock you off the ball. And they could prove me wrong this week. Yeah. And, and, and those division games are very, very, you know, uh, competitive. You know, it, you can just flip the coin up sometime in some of those division games. And, you know, the, the Bills and the Patriots, they are two of the top teams that go into the playoffs. I, I consider both of those teams going to the playoffs. And we, we're going to see who can – who can finish the season really, really strong, you know? Yeah. And next thing we can talk about is Miami. We left them for dead a couple of weeks ago. Now they, they've got their fourth win in a row. They're surging. They beat Carolina, which I picked Carolina to win 33 to 10. And it, uh, but it's to too late at five to seven. I don't think it's too late because of the way it's so competitive in the NFL this year, and especially in the AFC, but even in the NFC. But then I think they got a chance. But can they keep this up? Can they play? Well, one of the things you got to, you got to know about Miami, they have one of the youngest teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And this is the second half. So maybe they got the mo- mo- momentum going. And also, it seems like they're playing on all different all different levels with all their players. They, yeah, you know, Waddle – you know, he was doing the wall. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Wall, right? I like that one. <laughs> I got to learn how to do that wall, man. That's, that's, <laughs> I like that. That, that, that was pretty man. good. I got to give him. That, that wide receiver, man, that made me hey, – I was excited about to see Miami because everybody had, had stuck a fork in them this year. Yeah, they did. And they they are playing good football. You know, I just – I thought Carolina Panthers, you know, have some momentum with Cam Newton, blah, blah, blah. But, man, Miami put it to them. Yeah, and they benched Cam Newton. McCaffrey now, he's on IR for the rest of the season. And this is uh, – Carolina looks like a team. Maybe Matt Rule is going to know today. <laughs> Maybe he says, forget this. Well, man, these jobs are – you know, football is every, – every every day you wake up, it's, new, it's news it, out there now, true. so – that is these true. coaches uh these coaches are moving and it's and everybody's wide open and making some things happen and the Notre Dame job is a is a really great job so it's, yeah. you know it's 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 definitely a time to see what's gonna happen with some of these uh elite coaches you know yeah 
as uh, somebody asked, was a terrible signing McCafferty for uh, uh, Carolina. I, I My biggest thing with McCafferty was always because he's slight. When we played him, I coached at the University of Colorado, and the first time he really destroyed us. He beat us pretty bad. But the second time we played him, we got after him and beat him up. He was beat up because he's not a big guy. No. And, and that's what my always was my fear. I know you're a big Arizona fan with Kyler Murray. This is a big man sport, as you know. And you're getting hit with some big, powerful guys. And that's what's happening to McCaffrey. And that's what's happening to, uh, you know, obviously Kyler Murray. I mean, they're getting yeah, pounded. For his, yeah. For his football, you know, for his football IQ, you know, this guy's the most talented running back it is. Oh, it's yeah. Football it just stands healthy. And once those injuries hit year after year that they hit them last year too, two years, yeah. it is hard to, to be sustainable. And 16, 17-game schedule like it is now, it is, you know, you got to have some good backup players. But, you know, no it's question. one of those things where those injury, once that injury bug hits you, you know, sometimes it's hard to, to, be, to stay healthy in the NFL. Yeah, it is. It really is. And um, that's the big thing is. But back to Miami, they're showing that if they, they're starting to get healthy, and like you said, once you stay healthy, do you get uh, – you can improve, especially in the second part of the season when you get your health. And that's what's happened. Two is getting better. They said he was more worried about his ribs than his thumb. And if he can yeah. stay upright, they got a chance. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs, but they'll make a good run at it. Hey, Jim, uh, I was going to ask you a question. When you were playing, uh, was you ever put on the injury reserve? No, uh, the last year I was playing, I, mm-hmm. I had a tour my knee. I um, had a tore my MCL, not MCL, meniscus, and had a meniscus tear. And that was the first time I've ever actually missed a game. I didn't miss a game in 15 seasons until my last season of playing. You remember about three or four weeks ago, we had uh, Gary Reason on, on here. He was yes, talking yeah. about, you know, the way we used to practice, the you know, the, the way they practice now compared to the way they used to practice back then. You know, and, and the way these injuries occur now and, and have these backup players, you know, depth is a big is a big factor in that. Yeah, football. I agree. I agree. So, but, so yeah, I, I think, I think too, a lot of these players come in not in shape, even though they work out year-round. But back in the day, man, we used, to have, we, used to have, we used to be in top shape when we had to report in. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's injury. I've never been on injury reserve. Uh, I, that's why I asked you that question because you know we when hardly none of us on injury reserve. We usually have eight guys on injury reserve. Now they got ten or more guys on injury reserve. Most of these yeah. teams. I never get because obviously I coach with Bill Parcells, and he would turn the temperature down in the in the training room, and it made it miserable if you were in there. He turned it down to about I think it was like fifty degrees. So guys hated to get in there, but I also think. What happened is, is that the rules have changed from when we played and the kids don't get acclimated to getting hit. I really believe that you have to get acclimated to being hit on a um, consistent uh, basis. You can't just walk out there and think you look like Tarzan and you're going to get take be able to take those hits. Your body has to learn to absorb those hits. And that's what I think is happening. 
And I think that's what Joe Judge was trying to do at the New York Giants. But unfortunately, it's a different era. And these kids, like you said, work out all the time. They don't ever give their chance a body to recover. I, I see that somebody said, is there a difference between toughness and being in shape? I, I Well, I got my jaw broken, and I thought, sure, they were going to put my injuries there. All they did was put a shield on my helmet, <laughs> and they, they, they said, Byron, you got the blocking dudes. I had a lot of blocking dudes as a wide receiver because I was benching 360. But my point is, I think there's a difference between toughness and being in shape. Oh, no question. And, and, and I think there's also a difference in your heart, whether you want to play – or you want to just go in and throw in the towel. And I, I just think too, I think too, these some a lot of these players are throwing in the towel. That's the way I see it. Well, I think some of these players for just like you, I broke my hand and I had a compound fracture. All they did was wrap it up because they said, Hey, we can't give you surgery in the middle of the game. So I just wrapped it up and went and played. And then, to me, that was just common back there. You know, it's just like I told you when Herschel was on the show, he had uh, dislocated his shoulder and he goes to me, Jim, I dislocated my shoulder. I said, you better go see the trainer, Herschel. He said, nah, just pull it and pull it. It'll pop back in the <laughs> socket. And I hey, you remember Ronnie, Ronnie Lott? Ronnie Lott just yeah. said, put, it, put it back in place. Let me go back out there, you know. Yeah, I and that was just the way. Lawrence Taylor and Carl Banks, Harry Carson, all of them, man, they played injured, but they, and they exactly. stayed on the football field. Yeah, but now I did play with some players that shoot. If they had a cold, they weren't going to play. I've, I played with those type of players, and they were really good. You'd be shocked at how good they were. But for the majority of them, I thought that Tony Dorsett is a great example of a guy with, uh, you know, toughness, just physical yeah. toughness. He played with Absolutely. broken ribs. He played with uh, – Broken bones in his back, a broken wrist. He was just one of those Pittsburgh steel mill tough kid uh, guys, and that was it. And you saw. And a lot. another thing too, not to think about the the, the turf was so hard back. Oh then. yeah, <laughs> especially at Philly, if you remember Ooh, that third God. base. <laughs> it seemed like you were on that third base all the time, and that's that where was I, the worst football field ever. The other one everybody was Cincinnati Bengals. Everybody talk about the Philly Field and the Houston Oilers over Astrodome. It was terrible, terrible. To this day, I can never understand on that Astrodome, why would they have fireworks in a place that had no air? Half the game, you play in smoke. <laughs> you yeah, play in, yeah. in smoke. It was the craziest thing. And it didn't be hot and humid. It was just unusual. Man, you couldn't even breathe in that baby. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. So we get back to uh, some of the games. Um, let's talk about uh, Denver defense. They're making a statement now. We talk about how the, obviously they beat there, but they beat the Chargers 28 to 13. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Denver, Denver got some players back healthy. Uh, you know, everybody was like, they sitting burn, but, you know, they traded Von Miller. But man, they got some. They had some other linebackers to step up. They got some players. They know what they have on their team, and they're playing well. And you know, yeah. Denver, Denver, just one of those teams that's still in the hunt. Yeah, they are. They really are. And I, I've always liked Teddy Bridgewater. Before his injury, he was a franchise quarterback. But I tell you, as they talk about uh, Trayvon Diggs, the cornerback, 
is really playing well. He ran a touchdown, and he's an excellent quarterback. His father, obviously, he comes from a good lineage. So his father played in the NFL, too. And I can't remember his name right now. But um, they, he's a really good um, a good player. And then they're, and somebody said they're making Her- Herbert look like a rookie. I mean, they're getting yeah, after Herbert. Yeah, 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 and 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 you know that, and that's what that's what good teams do. They they tend to uh, play this defense that that tricks the quarterback, and and then next thing you know, you know he's throwing throwing uh, interception, turning the ball over, and Denver man, they it seem like they 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 moving at the right time for exactly. And then, yeah, and so we talk about it just like you Denver. said it before. They're getting healthy at the uh, right time. Their body's yeah. acclimated to um, what's going on and they're ready to play and they're playing. And I've uh, Vic Fangio's always been a good coach. He's been a tremendous defensive coach. And yeah. you can yeah. say, and you see these high-powered offenses, I really believe that the teams that stay successful for a long time learn how to play defense. And I'm not saying that you can't. You have to score. We obviously know. But if you can play defense and you can get it, especially at this part of the season, and you can run the ball effectively, you got a chance. So that's the thing. Yeah, you know, defense and running the ball, those two factors in right now. You can see teams that's winning. That's what they bring to the table. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. The reason is, is because it's a weather change. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's different. And, you know, playing in the New York and, Obviously, playing the, in the NFC East and the AFC East, you're gonna have to deal with weather, and that makes, it, makes it a lot tougher. And that NFC North with that Green Bay, uh, exactly, you know, exactly, it's playing up there in Chicago, you know, <laughs> exactly. Those, yeah, those, unfortunately, those Chicago's not like that. <laughs> yeah, that's Chicago, yeah. but you're right, Green Bay. But they got a special player; they can say what they yeah. want, and you can disagree. With some of his things he does off the field, but when Aaron Rodgers walks on the field, he's obviously ready to play. Let, yeah. let me let me let me say this about this one team that people better start looking at. That's the Cincinnati Bengals. Yes. Yes. They score some points. They fun to watch. Yes. And seem like you know Burrows and, and no Chase question. and 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 and, and they, you know forty one points against the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, this past weekend. Uh, the Bengals looking pretty good. Yeah, they can run the ball. They can throw the ball. And like you said, Chase, he's Jamar Chase is a different man. I thought that people had finally figured him out. But uh, the wide receiver coach is a real good friend of mine. He's uh, uh, Troy Walters, and he's a mm-hmm. tremendous coach. You might see him out there in pads working. His father was a coach, a longtime coach in the NFL, and he understands about the NFL and getting those receivers ready to play. You know, a lot of times, I'm just looking at the receivers, you can tell when it's a good receiver coach. Those yeah. guys, they keep their eyes on the ball. They don't make mistakes. They're not jumping outside. They're not holding down field. Yep, blah, yep. Blah, you know, they, the little things what you can you can pick up, and you see that that the, the Bengals receivers, they playing good football. Yeah, their running game is good, too. <laughs> they got yeah. Some- they got two big time running backs. So yeah, Nixon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's yeah from OU. And Perrine, um, I think that's how you said, is his backup. He's yeah. an OU guy too. So 
So they got some yeah. running back. Oh, you guys. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So um, here's one that's going to bust you up is the, the Rams. Three in a row. Did you ever expect that we were talking about Green Bay? And I did. I finally picked one right. I picked the, <laughs> the Green Bay. I think you picked the Rams on that one. You think I, think, I did? I think you did. I think you did. I know you did. Well, you know, I did. I, it's hard to see the Rams lose three in a row. So yeah. maybe that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> but uh, but it's hard to win in Green Bay too. So you know, it's one of those. It was one of those games you threw up, toss up the coin. But the the Rams right now, they trying to find their identity with the changes. And of course, they got you know we got uh, OBJ there now. And they, they still got to get some time and uh, put together. But, uh, you know, they just thought their defense was going to be able to carry them. But, man, I'm telling you, they've been exposed. And so uh, Green Bay Green Bay looked real good against the Rams. And uh, we got a question. Is it better to have a good group of receivers or all-star? I think you have to have a group of receivers that work together. You can have one Absolutely. all-star. And they got Cooper Cup. But I think what happened to the Rams – they got an all-star team. They don't have a team. They don't have role players. You got to have role players. Uh, in another sport, everybody was yep. talking about the Lakers were going to run away with a um, division out west, and they're struggling because you got five individuals that are used to being stars, and that's what's happening with Ram. They got a bunch of individuals that are used to being stars, but who are the role players? Who are going to do the dirty work? They don't really have that person. I mean, in every position, they got Jaylee Ramsey, they got Von Miller now, Aaron Donald. But who are their role players that you can yeah. say? Cooper Cup, he's the star, but Od- uh, and I, Odell Beckham, I know you're a big fan of his, but now he's, they said he's a little injured too. Yeah, he's not healthy. He, no, he got some, he got some nicks and, and bruises and stuff. But yeah, you you definitely have to have role players, and you have to fit into to the to, to the equation of how, how to make things work on the chemistry part of it. You know, boys moving the ball, making first downs, making big plays. You know, it, it, so many different plays. You got to be able to use every position. You tight end, you slide back, and you know, you just got to have that chemistry. And right now, they uh, they they still trying to find their way. I think. Yeah, and we had that. It is foot soldiers. Because you're not going to have, unless you develop that team, which is hard in the salary cap era, and they stay together, you're not going to have teams to stay together. So those foot services have got to be good. When you bring guys in, they got to understand that Aaron Donald's the star, that uh, Jalen Ramsey is the star, that Cooper Cup, and work around that because they're going to get the majority of the press and everything. So those things, and and, and 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 I think Matt Stafford is trying to satisfy everybody as receiver. I, I think you just got to continue to watch exactly. to see who's open. You got to see. Yeah. You got to keep moving that ball down the field and let the game come. You know, come to you. Don't try to force the ball in there and do some things that you don't necessarily need to do. And I think you know throwing interceptions here and there. So I think too, uh, that's one of the, my concerns with them. They they can't. You know, not force it, but make sure that you're moving the ball, being consistent with your downs, being able to score. If you can't score a touchdown, let's kick a field goal. Let's put some points on the board, and let's control the game. And then, and then give it to your defense to stop the other side. Exactly. 
But here's the interesting thing, and I've always thought this when Stafford went to the Rams. Everybody thought I was crazy because he had all these great stats at Detroit, but he didn't win games. He did not win games, and he threw for, you know, thousands and thousands of yards. But what is the direction that a quarterback should go? He should be able to win games. And at the beginning, he did win games. But now they're saying he's He's a little banged up and everything. And he's not playing at a high level. And just like he's throwing interceptions, he's not making good plays. He's trying to get everybody involved. The great quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, as a far I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. That's what they do. They, they do. They know. You know, special, uh, perfect example, and we'll get to it a little later, Tom Brady used Gronk uh, big this week. They ran the ball with Fournette. Uh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers knows that. His uh, he uses other receivers, but Devonte Adams is the one, and he knows that. But if you stop to think about it too, Jim, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, they always they know that they always in the game. Yeah. They want the ball. They want the ball going into the last the last drive, the last minute. We still in it to win it. That's yeah, the attitude. Exactly, and that's the thing, and that's the thing. That's what makes them. There's only maybe. At the most, four quarterbacks in the whole NFL that could take over a game and win it. And he said, only four? That's true. And that's it. And somebody said, Aaron Rodgers, the game, he might be a game show host, but it's uh, who's going to beat me now? Because he does things off there and he, he says things. But when it comes to playing on Sunday, he makes plays. And that's, well, the that's they, why. They, they, we, we saw three weeks ago that Green Bay can't win without him. Yeah, and you know yep. he's out there playing with a little broken toe and all that type of stuff, and that's what that's what these guys do. You know they play with pain, and they you know they don't talk about it. They just go out and do it. And now, I'm not trying to you know be a, a Aaron Rodgers fan, but you know his his I don't uh, know. no, you his have to be shows. impressed because guys yeah. that can do what he does under um, you know he has the toe problem. They're talking about doing surgery on it, but. Yeah. Uh, he is a guy that makes plays, and he had. That's why if somebody asked me, would uh, would the locker room be upset with him? They're not gonna be upset with him as long as they win game, because that's more money in their pocket. So he, they know that, and they know just like you said, they can't win without Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay is nine and three, baby. That that says a lot, you know. Yeah, and I'm hoping um, they don't get home field advantage because. You might as well mark them in for the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, the, the the Arizona Cardinals better play better because I'm telling you, Green Bay is in the hunt. Yes, yes, yes. Now let's go over to um, the 49ers. They're making a move. They beat the Minnesota Vikings in Minnesota. In Minnesota. Yeah. And yeah. They, uh, now they did get some injuries now. They lost Warner out for – I think he's out for two or three weeks, and then they lost – Debo is going to be down with a groin injury. That Debo is bad, boy. Yeah, it was 34 to 26. But, you know, what I like about the 49, they got a great coach. You yeah. Know, they, got, they, got, they got somebody that can lead, guide them, and, and help them turn when they need to turn and, and get back into, and get back into the, the, to the focus of things. That's, what, that's a great coach. That's what a coach does. And that's what they, that's what they you know, they build their team around their coach. Yeah, and that's the thing I noticed about it. You're right, Kyle Shanahan is a lot similar to Harbaugh. They never complain. John Harbaugh 
they'd ever complain about, you know, who's not there. They just utilize the schematically of the guys that yeah. are there. They find a way to get the best out of what they have on the field. And that's what you were saying with best man up or yeah. next man up. And that's what they do. They might not have been a star at the beginning of the season, but now they become a star. They're the next man up. And they find a way to get those guys to play at a high level. Now, it's going to be interesting without Debo and Warner, Debo on offense, because he makes a lot of plays, and Warner on defense, the linebacker, and see if they can keep that kind of intensity up. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, when you're after your 10th, 11th game of the season, now you see what what you what what the value of your coaches. This is what yeah. this when this when you really start cutting out the fat and say, oh yeah, this don't look right. And so yeah. these coaches now that really can coach, they getting that team ready for the big run. Yeah, they are. And I said this a couple of weeks ago. San Francisco was in the game against Arizona, and it was probably the same officials that did the Cowboys in the Oakland game because they had some really bad calls against them. They took them out of the game, and they were questionable calls. And now San Francisco is playing better than they had to – you know, they haven't got some of those guys back yet, but if they do, they got a chance. I, I think the 49ers. But yeah. it's, uh, the way it is now in the NFL, it's a week at a time. You can't look too far ahead. Just think about this. The Rams are 7-4, and four, the 49ers are 6-5. and five. You know, it, and it's it's a lot more football to be played. That's so right. One of those teams going to definitely be a wild card team. If, oh, no if, question. If the, if, the, if the Cardinals continue to play the way they play, you know, before yeah. winning the AFC West. Yeah, somebody asked, who are your playoff teams? Obviously, Tampa Bay is going to be in there. Who, after that, Dallas has got to start playing better. They should be in the playoffs, but it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. And the reason I say that is because the NFC East is getting a little tougher. Giants won last week against Philly. Uh Washington won again last week against Seattle, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. So yeah. I don't know. I'm saying the Cowboys right now, Tampa Bay, Green Bay will probably be the number one seed. Uh, let's look at but the, the Cowboys, Arizona. Green Bay, you know, and um, Arizona. The NFC. And then you got the Rams. I think the Cardinals uh, will be there. The Cardinals. You got the Cardinals. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals. Those are your yeah. four teams, the four division leaders right there. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys, the Cardinals, now, Green who Bay. Your, who are your wild card the teams? The wild card right now is the Rams right now. They, 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 they You think the Rams? Season. Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah, think the they come from the NFC East because they're starting to play better? I, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know if Washington for real yet. I'm going <laughs> to give them this week to see. <laughs> Oh, you got it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're a frat from Somebody, somebody know my nickname. Oh, yeah, Mike, <laughs> Mike, Mike Wright. What up, Coop? That boy grew up over there in East Texas. You know, oh. he, he know he know my nickname. He, oh. he, he came over here to UTA. So, my, what's up, Michael Wright? Oh, even UTA, huh? But, yeah, um, he, he's, he's a capital, man. He's one of those capitals. Yeah. So, what was the um, – what, what were your wild card teams? Oh, but wild card team uh, right now is going to be the Rams and uh, 
the Vikings might sneak in there. Uh, mm -hmm. But de definitely the 49ers might be in that as well. So it, it was seven teams get to go? Seven teams? Yeah. Yeah, so and gonna, yeah because there's yeah. only one bye this year. Right, right. So Number I'm going to go with my wild card teams are going to be Washington. I think Washington is starting to make a move. And let's see, the other one probably be Minnesota. That's what I'm looking at. Or oh, 49ers, excuse me. The 49ers. 49ers. Yeah. Yeah, the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's going to be what, seven teams go, right? So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Mike, hey, Michael, right? Uh, he, he, uh, he, was, he was talking about uh, what he was talking about. What he, he mentioned something a minute Jason ago. Garrett. Talking about right. Jason Garrett. Oh, Jason Garrett yeah. needs to go. Yeah, he, what, is, what do you think about that move? I, I think they had to make a move just because of what was going on with the Rams. Um, Jason, Jason Garrett. Um, I like Jason Garrett. To be honest, yeah, with you. I do too. I, I just, I just think, unfortunately, somebody had to leave, so he was, he was a scapegoat. But do you think their offense was that much more effective without him there, with no. Freddie Kitchens running? No, I didn't think so. I thought it was the same offense personally, but I didn't think there was anything new about it. And I, I, I didn't think the offense got better. I thought the offense was the same. Now they got an issue because if you read uh, what's going on is Daniel Jones has got a neck injury and I think something else. Yeah, he got a neck he, injury, yeah. And he's questionable for this week. They and do they play Miami. They play I'll Miami. i tell you what. They can't win with that second team, second string quarterback. The Giants can't win with it. I no. tell you that now. No, no. So that's the thing. I didn't see anything that was to say, wow. It wasn't a wow. But it's the first game without Garrett. So we'll see. But you know what? I did the, I did like the way I, the defense played. Defense played pretty good. They they, they hung yeah, in there. Yeah. I mean, they, they played they played uh, hard football. They played Giants football. And one thing I noticed that you might disagree with me is that I thought Saquon ran the ball better this week. This was the best running game he's had uh, this year. I think he was running without worrying about his leg, his knee. And yeah, I he, he, he and you can like, see the difference. You can see the difference. Yeah, but that's the thing about running backs is, they, you know, they have a, you know, there's certain running backs, but the majority of running backs have a short self uh, shelf life because of the. Uh, pounding they take you you know you have the exceptions to every rule but that's the thing you have is uh, a short shelf life you might be up on the top for you know four or five years but you're going to go down real quick and and maybe that's and we always we said that at the beginning of the year about Derek Henry that yeah. there's a possibility yeah. that he could go down and um and then all running backs because you're taking a, a tremendous beating in that position and that's why when I worked for Bill Parcells, he didn't like to draft um, running backs high because of that. He yeah. liked offensive linemen because he thought they had a longer shelf life. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So what about the what about what about the Bucks and the Colts? What you what you think about that game? I thought that was a good game. And I thought that was probably the game of the week. I thought the Bucks yeah. coach, and I thought I thought the coach was gonna get him for a minute there. The coach came out blazing. <laughs> they came out, came out blazing. 
And then yeah. and then Tom Brady started to play like Tom Brady. He, he said, wait a minute. I might be 40-something years old, but I ain't going to play like I'm 40. And then Gronk got off. And then Fournette, I mean, they started playing well. But uh, I tell you what, the Colts are going to be tough. And we talked about our predictions in the uh, NFC East and the NFC of who's going to be the teams. And, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, mm-hmm. the, the leaders in the um, AFC are right now is New England. Right. Buffalo's going to be in there. Right. But you got in the uh, Central, that's a tough one because you got Cincinnati. And then yeah. you got uh, in the West, you have um, – Kansas City. Kansas City, 74. The Chargers are yeah. six and five. The Raiders are six and five. The Broncos are six and five. Yeah. All in the AFC West. Exactly. And and in the AFC South, you got the Titans are eight and four. And then you got the Colts. They six and six. In the AFC North, you got the Ravens. They eight and four. And of course, you got those Bengals are seven and four. And then the Steelers are five and five and one. And the Browns are six and six. So yeah. I mean, AFC, AFC is really, uh, after you're talking about the, the Tennessee Titans, the Patriots and the Bills and the Ravens and, and the Chiefs, other than that, you, you, you can flip the coin up. I they, think New England's going to slip in there. And I think, they, yeah, I think New England's going to get in and I think Baltimore is going to find a way to get in. I think Baltimore. Well, one of the, I'll tell you now, Belichick is playing for a home field advantage in the AFC. If yeah, they can continue to win, and this gonna be a this gonna be a game Monday night. You know, it's gonna decide who will probably have that that uh, AFC home field advantage in the West. So that'd mm-hmm. be good. Yeah, that will be good. And let's talk about a little bit about the Washington Football Team. I would have never thought this with Hinky what they're doing right now, but they, there's a thing that you always talk about. Is they're starting to get healthy? They don't obviously they don't have sweat or young, but they're starting to play better defensively, and they're becoming more effective running the quarterback, running them running the ball. Is be they're becoming more effective running the ball, and they're receiving. Yeah, and, and I I used to see McKenzie. He went to Arkansas State. He, he and he he got excellent hands out the backfield. He really he does. He he can he had scored a couple touchdowns. And I get he got hurt at the end of the game, but if he's healthy, man, Washington's gonna be hard to beat because they yes. they are unpredictable now on offense. Yeah, scary Terry. Yeah, he makes yeah. plays, and Washington is, and they're making a run. I mean, what is that? Uh, since they beat the Buccaneers, they're starting to say, "Hey, we don't forget about us." This gonna be. I'm telling you, it's gonna be a battle in the NFC East. There's gonna be a battle coming up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it really, really is. I mean, it's good to see teams winning. And, um, you know, everybody everybody just knew that Washington wasn't going to win this game. But, man, they played lights out football. Yeah, they did. Yeah. And then uh, somebody's talking about the Eagles and the Giants. I don't know if the Eagles play bad or the Giants play really good. I think still – I think Hertz is getting better. And then they're going to uh, – the receiver, I, I, he slips my name, but they were on him about it. But, you know, sometimes you got to be as a as a uh, quarterback, you got to be in a position. 
to help your receivers. And Hertz didn't in this game, but I still no, Devontae Smith. You're talking about Devontae Smith. No, Devontae Smith played. It's the other one that he missed the two point play with. Um, oh, Avalar. Yeah. Yeah. He helped him. And um, there's another one. Um, his father played in the league too, the other receiver. He was the one who missed it. And, oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Number 18. Yeah. Not number 18, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. He, yeah. he, 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 um, yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurst put the ball right there. Yeah, and he dropped the game. it. He dropped it. That, I mean, yeah, he dropped he, it. He, yeah. And the Eagles go back to uh, MetLife Stadium. They play the Jets this week. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so we'll see yeah, what that, they do. But I don't think the Eagles are bad. I think the Eagles – and you're going to have bumps. And the Eagles have bumps. 13-7, though. I mean, the Eagles, they, they, they've they been scoring a lot of points. And, mm-hmm. and, and seemed like they just couldn't get their – Mojo going. They couldn't get the the chemistry. They couldn't move the ball up and down the field. Yeah. And yeah. you know, the, to me, the Eagles don't forgot about their tight end. They used. They I used agree. To, I used agree. To, they used to strive off of using their tight end in, in the offensive scheme of things. And they're not I doing agree that anymore. Percent. And Dallas Garter just got a big contract too, and they forgot yeah. about him. And yeah. uh, uh, we have um, uh, their uh, big guy Pags on every uh, Sunday. And he talks about the Eagles' game plan, and that was his complaint. They think that Hurts struggles uh, throwing over the uh, middle. And then the Eagles didn't – that's true. The Eagles didn't run the ball. They stopped running the ball. And I think that's more in panic mode when they stopped running. But, you know, the the, the Eagles fans, that's all they were talking about. Let's run the ball. Let's run the ball. So, yeah, if you don't run the ball with the Eagles and their fans, they're going to let you know. But that's a lot of teams in the NFL now. And I think you talk about the L.A. Rams. That's what happened to the L.A. Rams. They stopped running. When they can't run the ball, they're not effective. I know Sean McVay is a a very good coach. But if you're not running the ball, especially at this time of year, you're going to struggle. And the teams have been successful. And I'm just going back to the successful teams and uh, Tampa Bay. What did yeah. they do really well in the uh, Super Bowl against Kansas City? Ran the ball. Yeah. You know, they had the two-headed monster, but they ran the ball well, and especially and played good defense, and that's the thing. And that's why New England's always in it, like you said. New England's always in it because yep. the ball play good it, defense. And I, it's boring football. It's not, you know, it's not exciting. It's not arcade football, but. That's why. That's why I think the coach gonna make the playoffs. You know, they they got the best running, yeah, running, running team right, right now. They yeah, they, they, they put some numbers up at, at uh, running the ball, and, and that's I, and that's what that's what's gonna help them. You know, be sustainable. Yeah, and, and, I, and the Bengals. If you look at the Bengals, yeah, you know, they run the yeah, ball. They run. Yeah. They ran the ball last With game. Mixon and Perrine, but yeah. uh, I think it's boring, but it's smart because it helps your quarterback. Because he's not, first of all, taking the pounding, but it opens well, I, up things for him. I tell you, the team that got some pressure on them right now is the Browns. Yes, they got two great running backs. Yes, uh, Baker Mayfield is is uh, is uh, it probably looking for a new contract. There's yeah. a lot of things happening in, in Cleveland, and they, you know, they they not they not pulling. They six and six, okay, mm-hmm. and they they uh they looking iffy. You know? Yeah, you're right. You're right. And I agree with you 100%. Um, 
they are looking questionable, and they're supposed to have this great defense with Miles Garrett and things of that nature, and and they're not playing that way. They're not playing to the ability, and you see teams like that. We thought that a couple of teams were going to be really good this year, but they struggled because they're not playing up to their potential. So that's the thing that happens, and we and they have to be able to get back to the winning ways. Everybody thought Cleveland was going to win last week, and they couldn't win. You know, see. Well, the the Ravens, the Ravens, man, you you just got to pay a perfect game to beat them. They, yeah, they <laughs> see, and we talked about John Harbaugh and what kind of um, coach he is and how yeah. he plays. You know, and funny thing about it, I know we talk about pro football. But Jim Harbaugh is the same way. Jim Harbaugh beat Ohio State. I know the weather was bad, but a bad weather team, he was running the ball, pushing and playing good defense and making plays in the snow and the things of that nature. Bad weather teams are tough to beat as a season. I, I, I remember one of the things that Bill Parsons used to say, hey, I don't want nobody to read the paper, don't read the media. You just stay focused on not making no mistakes that we got to do this a b and c right. right and and so some of these teams are looking at you know looking at the clipping we second we rate number two blah 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 you don't do that not to, no. because you 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 you're not even going in with a focused mind you know so yeah that's yeah. one of the things that you have to make sure and that's where the coaching come in that's where your leadership come in on your team where your team captains come in at to make sure all these knuckleheads are staying focused on what they need to do for us playing no these games football. No yeah. question. I agree with you a hundred percent. And I sometimes, you know, that happens in my team, Dallas Cowboys. They started believing the hype. And you can't believe them. We used to have in the middle of our locker room, um, is a little uh thing was a train coming through it and people jumping off of it. it had people jumping off it, reporters, fans and things like that, because that's what's going to happen. People yeah. are going to love you for it if you win it. They're going to hate you if you lose it. That's just it, I, I just saw a comment about Brian Kelly. Yeah. Even though the name. You know, I talked to Tim Brown. You know, we had Rocket on a couple of weeks. I talked yeah. to Tim Brown this week. And I just think uh, Notre Dame is, is a job that everybody wants. I, I, I just don't think Brian, Brian Kelly should have left. But I'm telling you, that just goes to show you that these these coaches now is all about getting paid. Yeah, but here's yeah. the thing. Yeah, go ahead. But I, I just think for me, he should have stayed. He should have stayed. But you know, he's following three coaches that coached at LSU that won the national championship. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna see what he's gonna do. But you know, I, I just uh, he he's saying that he rather he he wanted to come there for the university, but it ain't no bigger than being at Notre Dame. So LSU and Notre Dame, to me, is almost parallel. Yeah, but here's the thing that I'm thinking about when I think of Brian Kelly. He's 60 years old. He's 60 years old. And this will probably be his last time. Obviously, he's making um, $95 million over eight years, but he's 65. He's 60 years old. Excuse me. He's 60 years old, so He's looking at it. I don't have a lot more time left in this game. So there is um, there is a his possibility is, is that I'm going to do it now. I'm going to get this money. I got a chance. LSU's interest 
to get into LSU is not like getting into Notre Dame. So he has that opportunity too down in uh, Louisiana. And that's not saying that LSU is a bad school academically, but they don't have the strict rules to get in that they do at Notre Dame. So he can get a, more players in and um, he's going to have free reign. Yeah. Yeah. He, he have free reign and, and they, they give him a lot of, a lot of leeway to do what he needs to do to, to make sure they can be yeah. very prepared. To, and, you know, going into the SEC, you better be on top of your game. Yeah, you, and you he's know, on the Alabama side, too. He's on Alabama yeah. side. And I think, you know, they, he'll never say it, but I think Lincoln Raleigh, because Texas, and I don't know how they're going to separate it, but Texas and OU, one of them is going to be on Alabama's side. And they're going to have to deal with Nick Saban every year. Lincoln Raleigh, Lincoln Raleigh, smart guy. He he made the right move. I, yeah. I, I, now, he made the right move. I didn't yeah. see Brian Kelly leaving Notre Dame. But hey, that's my opinion. I don't know, uh, but money, money, money talks, you know. Yeah, and what Lincoln Raleigh got, they brought his house. It was worth five hundred thousand. They brought it for a million. They gave him a six point six million dollar house in L.A. So I need to find. I need when I go out there to the Super Bowl. I need to see if it can let me stay in one of them rooms out there. <laughs> but that's what I need to do. Yeah, six point six million dollar house in L.A. Is a lot different than in Texas. In Oklahoma, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, you know, you might not even have but four rooms in L.A. But, you know, that come with a maid, show, whatever you need. You know, yeah, you got 24-7. He can use the jet. I forgot about that. He can fly yeah, the way he wants to. 24-7, his family could go anytime they want to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man, that's that's nice. I, I, I can. Congratulations to the coach. Hey, yeah. If you can get more money, go get it. That's what but they're doing. That's what everybody doing. Somebody brought up this fact, and I didn't ever think about that. He won with Baker Mayfield, who was a transfer from Texas Tech, because he could uh, he couldn't beat out Mahomes. He won with um, uh, Kyler Murray, who was a transfer from Te uh, Texas A and M. He won. Right. With uh, obviously Jalen Hurts, who's Jalen Hurts, yeah, but right. he's never truly what quarterback has he developed? I'm just asking because Caleb Williams was good, but he didn't win with him. And uh, and, then, and Spencer Rattler, Rattler. he transported. He, so what he, quarterback did he truly develop? He was he was developing Spencer Rattler, but that didn't happen, yeah, that and didn't it didn't happen. happen with Caleb Williams. He did, he yeah. had won championships with transfers. Right, exactly. I, and uh, somebody also brought up this point. I know we're getting off of pro football, but also is is when Bob Stoops won the national championship, they were one of the top defenses in the country. And there, there's an imbalance with his offenses and their defenses. He didn't yep. put as much emphasis on defense. No, that's the same thing. And why we say that is because it's the same thing in the NFL. Teams that don't emphasize getting better on defense are going to struggle, especially when you get to the playoffs. Yeah, and that's that's why I like Georgia winning it all. They they oh, just unstoppable. Yeah. Oh yeah, Michigan plays some good defense too. Cincinnati, all those yeah. teams that are in the top uh, four teams are really good defensive teams. Yeah, so, exactly. So that's it's, the thing. it's it's good football. I mean, you know, that's why they say cream rises to the top. Cream yep. rises to the top. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's why I'm always on top. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna find out. Like you, 
I, I predicted I predicted the Raiders beat the Cowboys last week, so I don't know. I started to call you and talk about you. Oh man, I predicted. I guarantee you this week that the Cowboys are going to win. They're going to win this week. That is going to have a super game. Pollard is going to take over the game. Zeke is going to be okay. Zeke going to be okay. Well, I'm going to predict the Giants beat the, the, the Dolphins, okay? okay? The Giants beat the Dolphins. Yeah. If Daniel Jones plays. And the Cowboys, they better get well before tomorrow night. I'll you <laughs> now, here is a fact. that The Cowboys have never beaten New Orleans. They're uh, uh, in blue uniforms. They've never beaten that. In New well, Orleans. you know, they always said about them, them old blue uniforms, they, they, they always say if a team won't want to win a game, they have the Cowboys to buy them blue uniforms. Yeah, I never like wearing those blue uniforms. I don't know. Maybe they were tighter. Who knows? And then the Cowboys have all the issues with COVID, but I'm going with my Cowboys. I guarantee you they're going to win. You guarantee well, the Giants going to win? I guarantee you the Cowboys going to win. Yeah, man, I'm glad I'm glad we ain't got no real money on this stuff because I, <laughs> I have some fun. I have some fat parties around. Oh, yeah, you got lucky last week. Hey, I'm just a football football guru, you know. I, ah. I, I know the stuff. I know the stuff. <laughs> a guru? Another guru. I'm a guru. I'm a guru. <laughs> Giants oh, yeah. ain't gonna win without Jared uh, Daniel Jones. I know that. Well, we 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 sacked the second string quarterback. Hey, years old. <laughs> just like we beat the Eagles thirteen and seven, we can win two to zero. We can win two Ooh. to zero. We're going so to you guarantee the Giants a win. I ain't gonna guarantee that. <laughs> but I tell you what, I tell you what, the Giants is playing good football now. Yeah, we they, gotta, they play. Good. We got to go down to Miami. We're, we know we talked about that. Miami. I'm guarantee yeah. you, they're gonna be in trouble. Miami, Miami's different place now. I keep telling you. Yeah, they go to Miami this week. Golly, I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, we get into that two minute warning now. Uh oh. Anything so you, you, gotta, you like the Cowboys? I like the, the Giants. The coach gonna beat the Texans. Yeah, the coach. The Vikings going to beat Detroit. Yes. The Bucs going to beat the Atlanta Falcons. Yes. The Eagles going to beat the Jets. The yeah. Cardinals going to beat the Bears. Yeah. The Chargers going to lose to the Bengals. Yeah. And the Jaguars going to lose to the Rams. The Rams going to get back on the winning track. Yeah. And Washington against the Raiders. What you think about that one? I'm going to go with uh, the Raiders. The well, uh, no, actually, I'm going to go with Washington because – uh, Raiders are a little banged up. Waller is not going to be able to play, and Desan Dax Jackson is in it, injured too. So, okay, and then we have the Ravens against the Steelers. They go to the Steelers. I'm gonna go with the, the Ravens. Ravens. The Ravens go to the Steelers. Huh? The Ravens. And I don't, I don't know what the Seattle Seahawks look like. The 49ers go to Seattle. 49ers, Niners. And month and Sunday night game gonna be the Broncos. In Kansas City. Broncos. And then Monday night, the Patriots at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo. Buff, rock, I buff. You, are, you always say Buffalo. I'm going with the Patriots. All right. All right. Well, that's it for us. Hey, thank you for spending some time with us. I'm going to do that. Get the, the water. Get the water. Get the water. 
But you know what? The dad's gonna put the water in the water. All right. Hey, everybody have a great rest of this day. Hump day. Have a great rest of the week. We'll see you. All right.